H. Pringle studied the Upper Paleolithic Gravedian people that spanned from Spain to Russia roughly 22 to 29,000 years ago. At the sites in the Czech Republic, he found impressions of plant fiber cordage in clay fragments from the floors of the dwellings. Adivazio, one of the world's experts in prehistoric fiber technology, quickly recognized the imprints of basketry or textiles on four fragments. Almost certainly, says Adivazio, the impressions were created from fabrics woven of fibers from wild plants, such as nettle or wild hemp, that were preserved by accident. If these impressions could be positively identified as those of cannabis, they would be by far the oldest archaeological evidence for cannabis in antiquity. Chris Bennett, author of Cannabis and the Soma Solution, believes the Indo-Europeans were the origin of the Soma cult. This dovetails with the findings of the previous videos regarding the Arata civilization in present-day Ukraine. He finds that cannabis is far more likely than a mushroom as the main ingredient of Soma, which is written about throughout the Avesta, Rig Vedas, and the Yasna in relation to the Persian version of Soma called Heoma. The Sredeni stog, which was a culture situated across the Dnieper River, known to be in contact with the Trapillian civilization in Ukraine as well, were the earliest to have domesticated the horse, and, it is by Chris Bennett's educated guess, that it was hemp or cannabis rope that was used to corral the wild horses. The horseback nomads of the Russian steppes called the Scythians bore artifacts like gold braziers with burnt cannabis inside. Herodotus said that they used the plant to produce smoke that no Grecian vapor bath can surpass. Transported by the vapor, they shouted aloud. The Scythians traveled along the Silk Road an ancient trade route that now dates back at least a thousand years BC, according to researchers like Chris Bennett. And he goes into great detail about the mummies found along these ancient trade routes. In the Xinjiang province of China, along the Tarim Basin, the Yanghai shaman was unearthed, buried with a small child and a cannabis bouquet spread across his body. This shaman was suspected to be related to the Tokarian people, that inhabited the Bactrian region of present-day Uzbekistan. The connection with cannabis is found once more in the Bactria Margiana archaeological complex. This complex supplied major amounts of cannabis, ephedra, and poppy beverages, and likely traded all of this along the Silk Road. Chris Bennett believes this to be the most likely candidate for the sacred Soma of India and Hayoma of Persia. Around the same time, Cannabis was picked up by the Taoists in China for healing applications with the name Huma, which means fire hemp or Scythian hemp. This name closely aligns with the Persian Heoma, which became the sacred beverage of Zoroastrianism, using cannabis and ephedra, which both had been assigned the same name for lack of knowledge of ephedra. Sikhs from the Punjab region of India are known to grind cannabis into a beverage called bong, Cannabis and frankincense were found at two separate Judaite shrines in Telarad, Jerusalem, dating to 2800 BC. One of the altars was used strictly for frankincense, and the other was used for cannabis. Chris Bennett believes this dovetails with Sula Bennett's findings that cannabosum was a mistranslated word from Hebrew to Greek that turned cannabis 
into calamus. If cannabosum or kunabu in Assyrian is indeed cannabis, this would show that altered states of consciousness were highly revered in Judaism and Christianity. Moses was instructed to take six pounds of cannabosum, a gallon of olive oil, cinnamon, and myrrh, and produce an oil to rub on his body and spread some on the altar of incense in order to speak to the Lord. We know cannabis was around in this area at this time, and it fits the profile better than calamus for psychological and even healing effects. Even the consort of Yahweh, whose name was Asherah, was worshipped in polytheistic religions, those that acknowledged the spirits of nature, and these followers also anointed their bodies and lit incense from their sacred oil. Chris Bennett believes the matriarchal religions in this era, prior to monotheism, used cannabis as a medicine, a sacrament, and a symbol of the tree of life a motif used in most major religions still in existence. The sacraments we see today consist of non-psychoactive bread and a sip of wine. Is it possible that cannabis and cannabis-infused beverages were the sacraments of yore that allowed devotees to speak directly to the Lord? Perhaps we'll never know. <laughs>